Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM. Hola, socios. Hola, equipo. My name is Neil. I'm Liam. This is John Nurnberger from Kansas City, Missouri, USA. Maury Field near Brisbane in Queensland. Edinburgh. Barcelona. And I'm a socio. I'm a socio. I'm a socio of the big interview. Hi there. I'm Liam from Edinburgh. And I'm a socio. Because not only do you get to hear the world's top players speaking about their time on and off the park, you also get to hear Graham try and slip in a reference about Aberdeen in every show. Keep up the good word, guys. You're about to listen to an interview which our socios enjoyed in full 12 months ago. If you'd like to listen to these exclusive monthly big interviews on the day that they're released, it's time to join us. That means supporting us. It means the price of a pint per month. Go to Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com forward slash Graham Hunter. Go now, join and become a socio. That means you'll get that extra big interview every month. And you'll also unlock our entire archive straight away. Our first socio-exclusive big interview for season 2018-19 is with former Manchester United, Atletico Madrid and Bafana Bafana midfielder Quinton Fortune. It's the best deal in town, baby. And we need you. Raphael van der Vaart is one of the entertainers. If you're a fan of Spurs, or Hamburg, or a Madridista who saw him at his best at the Bernabeu, or for Holland, then you know this already. These type of men give us moments that are ours forever. They make us love football all over again. The happier times I, 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 we pick up from listening to and watching you... Was if you put all the circumstances together, was Spurs the happiest time? If you think about the brand of football, the guys you were with, yeah. the manager you had, the atmosphere, the life in London, because you were a cosmopolitan man. Yeah, I know. I was. Uh, I mean, I played my best football there, and it was a difficult decision because I have to leave Madrid, big club. They woke you up, right, one afternoon to tell you about the transfer. And yeah, all. because I was with the national team um, in Holland. And, you know, in, in, during the day you always have three hours 
like a siesta. <laughs> so I, uh, I was sleeping and I woke up and I had to, uh, half an hour to decide. And I didn't know Tottenham that much. Uh, I knew Edgar Davis played there and yeah. Matignol was there and, you know, and I knew it was a big club. But I thought, I have to decide now, leaving Real. It was difficult. And then, then I said, you know, fuck it, I will do it. Mm. They see me in two weeks because I had to play the games with the national team. And it was my best decision who I made in my career because uh, yeah, what I did there, the way, but also the way how Harry uh, yeah, was treating me, you know. Uh, that's what a player wants. That's what a player like me uh, I think play the best football. His meeting was basically play the ball to Luka Modric, Modric give it to Rafa, and then we will win. You know, like this, <laughs> or put it up to Crouchy, and uh, you know, like like. Top boy. Uh, it was a fantastic team, and uh, I think when we st- normally when we stay together, then maybe put, big things uh, were coming. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, and uh, then something like. What happening now with Leicester, for example, last yeah. year that could have happened. It with could have been hundred percent. It because the Harry, Harry's been a fellow guest yeah. and, and we adore him. Yeah. And it was everybody in England. It, but, but yeah, but not because he's funny. For the things you pointed out, he loves football even more than we do. Yeah. And he, when we asked him about who do you buy, he said, I buy players who can play. Yeah. I want footballers. He comes from that West Ham idea where you try to win, but you try to entertain. Technique is everything. Intelligence is everything. Whoa, why wouldn't yeah. you love him? So, he, yeah. okay, he can be very, very funny too. He's got brilliant stories. But I love him because of his football. Absolutely. I mean, uh, everybody laughed about him, but he's uh, a smart man, but he likes to entertain. Yeah. And that's why the people, I think, love him. And uh, I'm still happy that, uh, that, that I was a uh, good player with him because uh, and for him and that's also uh, a good thing when you're a manager that you have players that want to die for you it's a big word but yeah goes through the fire you know and say okay and he was basically his meeting was basically telling us enjoy we have the best job in the world <laughs> enjoy and every time when we walk on the pitch especially home ah you see the pitch you see the stadium you Nobody could beat us. I wish we had a camera now because Rafa is, is beaming. Yeah, yeah. There's a huge, big, happy smile on no, his face. Well, what's crazy. the first meeting like? Because you have half an hour to decide. You oh. play with the national team. You're going over there. There's a tiny butterfly in the stomach because at this stage, you don't know if you've made the right choice. No, it was because I also didn't spoke with nobody from the club. I just spoke with my, uh, with my manager and he said, they want to have you, uh, Daniel Levy. And uh, I said, OK, then we go. And then you come there, you don't know nobody, and then yeah, you have to start. And, wow. uh, so it was a big thing. But, you know, I come to the club. Harry, first game, puts me number 10. Not waiting about he has to get a uh, feeling for each other. Or, you know, you, uh, no, he's ready, he's fit, he play. Play him. And, and, and I played my game, and, and, and then yeah, they, I also had the luck that I was straight away playing well. Yes. And then, of course, the people love you, and... Uh, but it was also easy in this team. Because of the quality? The quality was so good. And then, you know, we every game we were, were the better team. And when you have players like me who doesn't uh, defend that well, uh, yeah, then, then it's nice for me when we 
got the ball the whole time. And uh, yeah, it was something special. I didn't have that feeling in Madrid. I didn't have that feeling in Hamburg. Uh, there was uh, my, my best time. Sometimes at Ajax. Ajax, of course. Depending on the coach, maybe. Yeah. Was... And when you break in at Ajax, the team is struggling. And, and also, when you break into the team, there's some of the guys have been signed. They haven't come through the academy. That was the era then. Yeah. It gets better as you go on. Yeah, in the beginning, I had my best time. And then after that, it was more difficult. Of course, the pressure was crazy. But we were still, I mean, we played with the highest quarterfinal Champions League. We were throwing out from AC Milan last, Milan. last yeah. second. Yeah. So we had a great team. This is Pinar's in this team, right? Yeah, yeah. I think I'm, I'm at that game. Pinar, Abel, C. Who is uh, the striker? that uh, Thomason. Uh, Thomas on squad, yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So there were so many... Uh, Trabelsi. Trabelsi. People forget what a footballer he was. He was. Yeah, baby. He had bad knees, but what? he was if like... He, uh, if he'd stayed fit, he's a 50, 60 yeah, million player. He was, was fantastic. Tunisian? Yeah, Tunisian. Yeah. Uh, big clubs wanted to have him, but yeah, uh, yeah. the problem was that he, I think his, his injury, his knee, was yeah. uh, not, not coming to a medical check, so... Uh, but what a team, yeah. Kifu, Christian Kifu. Good player. You play with him and you play against him. Yeah. Because coming back to Spurs, he's in that team that you line, you, uh, des- Inter. you destroy. Yeah. Now, I don't think you play in the in the Sincero game. That no. You play Milan, but not the Sincero no, game. No. And and I don't know. Something happened in that Sincero game. I, I can't quite remember what it was. You know, some young no, Bale, Welsh kid. Bale scored yeah. the yeah. hat-trick. Yeah. <laughs> That's unbelievable. But... Are you in the stadium no, watching or on TV uh, No, watching? I was in, in London. I was watching on TV. But that game, he scored three times. But we played bad. We lost. We were 4-0 down. And then at the last 10 minutes, he scored three times or something. And, and, and it could be a win. Yeah, it could be a win. At if the there's end. another six, seven minutes. Absolutely. So, And then we went in the home game. And then we knew who. And they were scared. <laughs> no, they were scared. And then that game, for me, Bale played absolutely Crazy. I think Maicon never came over that game. Because <laughs> in his day, Maicon was a Trebelsi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the treble season, Maicon was everything, but... But in that game, he looked slow. He gobbled, Bale gobbled <laughs> him up. Yeah. Well, he looked slow in the first game, and then... Sorry, Rafa Benitez. He plays in the second game yeah. again, and you all know what's going to happen this time yeah, again, right? of course, of course. And then, then, then as a team, we, we played fantastic. So that we, it, was, it was a great night. And that's also... What? You get one, I think. I scored the first one, yeah. yeah. Mm, good uh, pass for Modric. It was amazing uh, action and, and I scored. And uh, I just played 45 minutes because I got injured. But uh, yeah, what a night. That's Kivu the, in this team? Yeah, Kivu, Eto, Schneider. They're the treble holders? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Schneider, did yeah. you, are you, this isn't a rude question, but football is, is based on rivalries. Did you, hey Wes? Yeah, Did of course. We, a little are, bit. we are good friends, so that before the game, I visited him because we, the day before the game, they came and I went to the hotel and uh, speak a little bit with him. Yeah, that was nice. I'm kind of thinking about after the game, not before the game. Yeah, after the game as well. A little bit of teasing? Well. We went for dinner, I remember. No way. Yeah, yeah, we went for dinner. Whoa, there can't have been much conversation so. that day. <laughs> <laughs> no, he was pissed. Past the he fucking was, salt. He was pissed. <laughs> I said, you guys won the Champions League? <laughs> Isn't that uh, difficult? <laughs> oh, man, oh, man. And, and, of course, we love Crouchy. The red card, I'm, I'm also in the Bernabeu that night. Yeah. The red card conditioned everything. Yeah. And, and it wasn't like him. 
a man who learned his great skills from the curver method. I don't know if you know this. Yeah, yeah. So his touch was good, so his oh, technique was okay. good. But that night, his touch was too big on, yeah. on the shins of the Madrid player. And that changed yeah. everything. Yeah, that changed everything. Of course, that some, something like that can happen in football. And, 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 you know, like, but if you play in Madrid... Yeah, and something like that happened after They're on you. 50 minutes, yeah, then it's over. Then we tried everything. I think at home we also played a good game. Yeah. We had some good chances to score, and, uh, yeah, but of course it was, uh, was not possible to come to the next round. People started immediately arriving in London saying the word Arsenal to you, right? Yeah. So did it feel like Ajax Feyenoord? Did it feel like Holland Germany? Before you played Arsenal, what did it sound like when people said, we have to beat Arsenal, North London? I think, you know, like when you come to a club and you're a new player, I think it's really important because I don't know much about the club. But I, of course, you're going to look into it. What are the important games? You know, and uh, uh, then you also think, OK, that game, I want to do it. Hmm. And uh, because that important for the, for, the, for the club, for the people... They pay a lot of money uh, for you, so you want to give him, give them something back. So I, I arrived, and um, uh, our team manager, Alan Dixon, I don't know if you know that name, but fantastic guy, the best team manager I ever had. Wow. And uh, he said, Rafa, look, he showed his uh, Tottenham tattoo <laughs> on his leg, and I said, just one game, I ask you. <laughs> Arsenal. And I remember we played away the first time. Yeah. And uh, so I was focusing at home, nervous, like a normal, normal wow. not really, and I thought, okay, special feeling. And we started that game, 45 minutes. I think I touched two balls, one with my feet and one with my head. It was terrible. And then we came in the dressing room and, uh, and then Harry came in. Uh, he screamed something, I don't know what. And he said... Uh, Did you not ask Joe Jordan to translate? <laughs> no. <laughs> Joe. Joe, yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, even even worse. No, even worse. <laughs> and uh, and he said, uh, just I think it was, he took somebody out, the foreign. That's it. And he went away. Okay, we were sitting there. Uh, was, we, have, we have to play a little bit better now. <laughs> so we went out from the beginning. Wow. It was like another team. And we turned that game and we won 3 2. 3 2 game. And that was... First time since, I think, maybe in 93, yeah. 25 years or yeah. something, yeah. they told me in, uh, when they win our away game. Eh? Yeah. It was, uh, so, yeah, and then after the game, and everybody said, wow, and, uh, what did Harry send half-time? What a crack. What a manager. What a... <laughs> and I was thinking, just, <laughs> you out, and that's it. <laughs> so, that's, what uh, I can... So, what did... She... So, he says, you're in, you're out. He goes... And you say from the first instant you go out, you're all on it. Yeah. What happens, Rafa? Is it psychology? It, it, yeah, I, I think what, what Harry did well, he, he knew when to say something and when not. Mm. And, and that's, I think, is his experience. Maybe not just in football, but it's in his life, that sometimes you can't say nothing. Just shut up and do your job. Mm. Some coaches overspeak? Yeah, because, you know, you're 2-0 down. We had possession 10%, I think. <laughs> it was Whoa. unbelievable. Bad. That's not the Spurs way. And no, so it was like, okay. And then you can do like a, a big meeting or something. No, he just said, Fuck, it's so fucking bad. Yeah. You are bad. 
and then it was like all of a sudden we were playing good but it was also I think the first ball the foe kept the ball in front turn it shoot almost go and then you feel Ooh, maybe it's coming now and then uh, yeah, we played 45 minutes uh, our best football and uh, we scored three times and I myself took a penalty and two assists so it's a good day at work then there was a good day at the office <laughs> <laughs> We're grateful to Mitchelland, and at the end, I need to ask you a little bit about life in Denmark, Danish football. But I, I wanted, before I let you go, I need to use your brain because you talked about um, the six-two. You talked about Barcelona and the enjoyment they give you, maybe as a football fan, um, not just as a player. That day, six-two, um, where you come into the game, did, did you notice quickly that famously now? Guardiola had noticed that Cannavaro and Metzelder didn't come out and press, and Diara and whoever was playing, maybe Gago, yeah, left some space. And now, famously, uh, Henri was asked to play wide left. Etu was at Etu the nine. Mm-hmm. Well, you have two nines in Henri and um, Etu. He's asked to play um, on the left back. And this little kid, Messi, who's known by then, but he's in, like you said about the Manon, he's in that space, and they have overload of numbers. When you're watching the game, what are your eye, your football eyes telling you when, when Madrid start to win, Higuain gets the goal? Do you notice that Barcelona are a little bit different? Do you notice that maybe Madrid should close the gap? What's the experience? Or is it just, oh, shit, look what they're doing, man? Yeah, at that time... The only thing what I thought was they're too good. Mm. We are just bad luck that in these two years when I was there, I mean, we got 99 points in two years. Four. Or maybe 98 or 99, I don't know. And they got every time three or four more. Mm. I mean, now you are champion with 80 points. Mm-hmm. And, and, and yeah, what they did was from the back, starting with Valdez, they're just playing the whole time. Mm-hmm. We pressed them, they kicked the ball away, out, but they kept on trying to build up. And then at the end you can't press anymore because you're also getting tired. And they try to play and they come through and then you think, ooh, we go a little bit back. And that's what happened. That's why in the beginning we were okay. Mm-hmm. But then you feel like, ooh, on the ball they, are, yeah, they, are, they were scary mm-hmm. because every ball through, it was a big chance. And my eyes was... My football heart was like just enjoying. Wow! It was yeah, and I, everybody in the stadium yeah, because Real Madrid has the tough fans. The, the sure. fans are tough, but they, they also feel they have, should be winning all the time. They also have a lot of respect. Wow! When Barcelona is playing like that, and uh, absolutely, and then I think they also got applause sometimes because they were like and tiki taka. And we were not able to, because we didn't have the ball. And uh, that's also the way our crowd thinks. And, you know, when you play against a team who wants to have the ball, who needs to have the ball, then you also have to put a team who also can play. Mm. Because then, then just, they get nervous. Then give me some happy things about here. You're in Denmark. This is a, a guy like you. You could still... For sure, in my opinion, be leading a team to, to a trophy, 
maybe leading uh, a Champions League team. But there must be things that make you happy here, culture, football, idea. No, it was, it was starting and I went to Betis Sevilla and I had a really difficult time yeah. there. And uh, when you talk about Spanish football, I thought they, they want to play. And we had a manager and they came and, and one, he was putting me on the bench. He was saying, yeah, I just need fighters. So you're on the bench. And I said, well, fuck off then. And I go, it was unbelievable because so, those fans want to be entertained there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They but, want to be. I didn't get my chance there. And no. then um, I met my girlfriend. Uh, she is from Holland, but she plays handball here in, uh, in Denmark. And then you're on a point, uh, what you want to do? I could go to China, I would go to f places, but I also have a little boy, he's 10, he lives in Hamburg. And then uh, my girlfriend said, you don't want to play for Michelin, it's not far away from where I live. And I said, ah, no, uh, Danish football, <laughs> why? And then, uh, coincidence, they called two weeks after. If, the, if I want to talk, and I said, okay, uh, let's talk. And then they showed me everything, and uh, yeah, the people are, it's, it's like Tottenham, like a family club, uh, nice people. And so I said, okay, I make, uh, make up my mind, and I want to come. And that's why I make the decision. It's just two and a half hours to, to my son, to Hamburg. Perfect. So that's also perfect. So I chose for my private life, and, uh, and still can play and have fun in, in But you talked about the applause in, in the Bonneville. This is the country where the loud drafts came through. This is the country where Jesper Olsen yeah. came through. Um, this is a country which appreciates skill and creativity yeah. and mischief. Yeah, absolutely. So you can show this and be appreciated? Yeah, absolutely. That's why I have the feeling here, you know, the only thing is what I miss is the big stadiums. Yeah. You know, <laughs> to come in a stadium and you think, whoa, now I'm going to show it. So it has to come really out of yourself. The motivation and uh, sometimes you play horses away, the 900 people in the stadium. Mm. Rainy, windy, and that's why I still think uh, that's why I love that game so much because then I also have fun. And uh, yeah, and the, but it's true, the people, uh, because Danish players are also skillful. Yeah, yeah. So it's, it's a great league for me on my age to play. You, you made me break my promise to you because I'm, I want to make this the last theme. Because I'm being, um, I'm thinking laterally. It's my view that we live in a world where um, there's a lot of um, injustice, where people don't care so much for our individuals, community. And I, I, it was in the back of my head, and I remember that, that when you um, were growing up, I think, because of where you lived, people kind of, did they treat you differently at school, am I right? That yeah. they made you... And I kind of sometimes hope that when I... When a you know a great footballer, a man that people dream about watching or being, gives a little message to people whose life can be maybe maybe they're being treated in a bad way or being made to feel like an outsider. Am I right in thinking that for no good reason some people treated you differently when you were young? And can you, if it's true, mm. can you give anybody listening whose life is being made difficult or feels lonely or unsure about their future? Can you give them some kind of feeling that you can take that and make it right? Yeah, you know, like I, I, I never felt uh, different because I'm, I'm, I'm from Holland, but it's true. It was I, I lived a different lifestyle, uh, and um, people. It was not. It was more, more a little bit like scary thing. They were a little bit scared. Uh, so 
or they were not talking that much to me uh, on school or uh, in life. But then when you when they met you, it's okay. But uh, yeah, what I always uh, learned and why I always played football, I wanted to make my my family happy and to show my talent what I got to make it better. And I had one dream, and I also telling that my little boy. I said, listen, when you have that dream, because he's a quite good player as well, you have to go 100%. And it's not uh, funny to say, I want to be a professional football player. Don't be scared to say that, you mean? No, because, yeah. uh, you know, you remember when you're at school, you have to fill in <laughs> your work uh, yeah. later, you know, and uh, football. And everybody was start laughing at football because I was bad in school. Not bad, but not good enough. Uh, so, and I just said, yeah. I'm going to be a professional. That's it. And I did like this. And I was in my tunnel and, and I didn't let things come in. And uh, I said, yeah, I want to reach my goals. And then I did it. And yeah, that's what I tried to teach also my little boy. That, that everything he, once he said, I can't take free kicks. Or I can't uh, do what you are. I said, listen, that's not possible. Just do your own thing. But... Try to be the best every day in your style of play. Or, and then he, of course, he asked me a lot of things how you uh, kick the ball like this. And they all always want to be like Ronaldo. <laughs> and, and I said, listen, you don't have to be like your father, you don't have to be like Ronaldo, just be Damian. That's his name. So, and that's what I want to teach. Uh, yeah, when somebody you can't do it, don't listen. Do your own thing. Even when the trainers say, go right, sometimes it's good to go left. <laughs> because on the pitch, then you can decide that a guy who's standing there can't do it. And that's what Harry realized. And that's why he was always sitting on the bench, enjoy the game, because he knew, I don't have to say to Rafa or to Luca, pass the ball to the right, because they will see it. And when they don't see it, then they have a better solution. I think, um, given that Cruyff is listening, he'll be happy. The whole uh, beauty of football, when the coach says, right, sometimes go left. That'll do for me. So anybody listening, have a dream, it's what Rafa's saying. Practice on your left foot, sometimes on your right foot. Yeah. But go for, it. Go, for it. <laughs> go for it 100%. And then when you win... Have, uh, have dinner with your friend and tease him. That's and football in a nutshell. That's football. And doesn't matter where you play. Benabeu, Champions League final. Always have fun. Like you had fun when you were six, seven years old. Thank you for joining us for season 2018-19. We've got huge creative plans for the months ahead, but we do need your help to make them happen. Please go right now to patreon.com forward slash Graham Hunter and become a socio, become a paying member and get an extra big interview every month plus loads of bonus content. Our first socio exclusive big interview for season 2018-19 is with former Manchester United, Atletico Madrid and Bafana Bafana midfielder Quinton Fortune. Last season, socios listened to nine exclusive big interviews including Roy Dini, Roberto Di Matteo and loads of me talking about football. Premier League, the Champions League, Spanish football. I'm sure they enjoyed it and you will too. Support us, join us. Thank you.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.